Hey there, Kaniacs. I am Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked on Hurricanes on the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. You can find us on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Reliably low prices, amazing selection. Go on over to www.rockauto.com and check them out. Now, on today's episode, um, we do have quite a bit going on. Um, The Hart Trophy finalists were announced this morning. Um, We also have some updates from Hurricanes training camp and as well as some suspension news that could potentially have a big big effect on the Hurricanes qualifying round series. Alright, now getting on into that first segment uh, for you guys, um, as far as the Hart Trophy nominees, or finalists I should say, um, like I said, those were announced this morning, um, and really no surprise here, um, Leon Dreisaitl, Nathan McKinnon, and Artemi Panarin were the um, three finalists um, for the Hart Trophy this year. Um, again, no surprise there, um, these were also the same guys that were nominated for the Art Ross Trophy. Um, now, it is kind of surprising to not see David Pasternak in the mix there, but again, you know, a whole bunch of guys, you know, have great seasons, and there can only be three finalists, so, eh, you, someone's bound to get left out. Now, out of these three guys, um, that were nominated for the Hart Trophy, um, this year, now, you can't go wrong with any of them. I'll definitely say that because they all had amazing, amazing seasons. Personally, I'd probably go with Artemi Panarin um, to win it because um, he just took the Rangers to a whole nother level this season. Um, yeah, even though the Hurricanes are fixing to play the Rangers in the qualifying round, um, he just he really took that team to another level this year, and he played unreal. He took that next step in his career and his game. So, personally, I'd go with him. Nathan McKinnon, he obviously had a great season as well. Um, and Dry Saddle, you know, he really carried uh, the Oilers for a while. You know, when uh, McDavid was out, um, and even when McDavid was there, uh, Dry Saddle was playing unreal hockey. So, again, you know, all three of them, you can't go wrong with any of them. I will say that. Um, but, again, personally, I'll probably... You know, if I had a vote in everything, I'd probably go with Panarin, um, personally. Um, so tweet at us, um, guys, once you listen to this, tell us what you think or who you would uh, give the uh, Hart Trophy to this year, um, whether it be Dreisaitl, McKinnon, or Panarin. But yeah, I'd personally go with Panarin. Um, now, one thing uh, you know, these guys are going to have to do um, whenever it comes time, they're going to have to get to you know, the awards place or wherever they're going to be doing stuff. And how are they going to get there? They're going to have to drive. Now, what if their car isn't working or whatever they're going to be riding in isn't working and needs a new part? How are they going to get it? I'll tell you how they're going to get it. They're going to go to rockauto.com and get it. Uh, Rock Auto has been a sponsor of the show for quite some time now. And I've looked at their website and I was frankly amazed at the amount of selection or the of parts they have um it's not just for your super big names like your dodge chevy for not just that stuff they have stuff for 
all brands of cars. Um, so no matter what you need, they will have it on rockauto.com. So we've told you before, we're going to tell you again, go on over to www.rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On Hurricane sent you. And that is www.rockauto.com for all your car part needs. An amazing selection, reliably low prices, everything you could possibly need to get your car the way you want it. Now go on over to www.rockauto and tell them Locked On Hurricane sent you. Now, on into Hurricanes training camp. This is uh, week two, week three, one of those. <laughs> uh, time's still blending together there. Um, it is week two um, of Hurricanes training camp, and now they're definitely kind of back in the swing of things. Um, you know, really just, you know, obviously guys, you know, have been practicing on their own or whatever, but now they're really really back in the swing of things and they're starting to do a few more things now um but nothing too out of the ordinary um and one big thing that came out today um with the post games or post camp stuff um would be that um once the players go to their hub cities um the players are going to have lounges in the hub arenas to watch games if they want to um, and it's also expected that coaches will probably have one as well. Now, that's very cool. Not surprising at all, but it's nice to see that NHL is going to be taking care of their players. Um, I don't think it'll be to the extent of the NBA where they have that big giant resort thing. I mean, if we've all seen the pictures and videos from the stuff NBA is doing. I don't think it would be to that extent. Um but uh, it's nice to see they're going to be taken care of. One thing I would personally like to see is um, let the players go down um, and sit in the stands and watch the games. That could be fun. Um, obviously, they can space it out however they need to do it. Um, or you know, keep teams with teams. You know, give each team their excuse their section. Um, and that's where that team sits. Um, personally, I'd like to see that because obviously not going to be any fans in the arena. It could be fun. Um, just let the players sit in the stands. It could give them that crowd noise that going to be that the NHL is going to be lacking during these games. Um, and it could also be fun for the players. They they're not able to sit in the stands and watch a hockey game. You know, who knows how long it's been for those guys that they've been actually been able to do that and just sit down relax and watch hockey well i say relax with quotation marks because for all they know they could be watching the team that they're fixing playing the next round but i feel that could be fun um letting the players sit out there if you've watched given it's different but if you've watched any you know, wwe stuff AEW stuff they have some of the wrestlers that aren't doing anything that night out there as the crowd um Personally, I'd like to see that. I'm fine with the lounges. I think that could definitely make for some uh, funny videos, funny pictures. Um, but I would personally like to see them sitting in the stands. Again, giving that crowd noise that we're going to be lacking. Obviously not the same as you or me um, sitting in the stands cheering on our team. But it could be fun. Um, I would. That's personally what I'd like to see, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um 
And as far as Kane's specific stuff, not a whole lot coming out today. Um, one thing that was kind of funny was um, Brad Brendamore said that morning skates were overrated. And that kind of like, oh, you know, you kind of made everyone you know take a step back. You're like, what are you talking about, dude? Um, but he went on to specify that their first two games are at noon. So games one and two against the Rangers are played at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. And for that, he's like, mm, what's the point? Um, which I get that because, you know, everyone heard has heard the stories about him and Justin Williams back in the day. Um, you know, morning skates. So I'm glad he speci- uh, specified on that because it was definitely like, uh, dude, you really? Um, but... Um, one thing that was kind of funny is obviously Morgan Kiki is on this roster, um, not, you know, call up, you know, he's actually, you know, on the roster roster, um, and Jordan Martinuk has been telling him, you know, to take lots of shots during practice, um, and really just get his shot down because, you know, he had, I think, three games, uh, three NHL games under his belt, um, and he's been off for, this geez, it's been like freaking eternity now. Um, but I feel that's that's good for him. Uh, re- just really getting those shots in. Uh, I'm sure he's uh, talked to goaltenders, Mrazek, Reimer, uh, Forsberg, Nedeljkovic. You know, all those guys. Like, hey, don't take it easy on me while I'm taking these shots. And you, know, I'm sure you're happy to oblige. Um, I've seen the videos of Reimer. Um, during training camp, he's been on fire. I uh, can't wait to see how he's going to be doing um, in Toronto here in a bit. Um, so, nice to see you. Geeky is really trying to continue that streak, um, which you know he would. Um, but just really hearing that everyone else is supporting him um, with that. And one thing that kind of brings us a little bit down, you know, brings us all into perspective again, because we all knew it. Obviously, NHL players, they can't take their families with them to Toronto. A lot of them aren't with their families right now. Um, it's just them. Now, there's obviously guys, you know, like Jake Slavin and Justin Williams, you know, whose families are here and they live here. But there's a lot of guys that aren't and don't have that, and it's just their teammates. Because uh, one other thing Jordan Martinuk said uh, today um, was that missing he's really missing his family he got choked up saying that and he said that this is a sacrifice that uh you have to make to win a stanley cup which is we all knew it but to hear it uh to hear it come from a player's mouth especially one as uh beloved you know by the fans as martinuk it definitely puts all into perspective and really makes you realize what these guys are giving up right now because a lot of these guys um i mean right now you know it's uh july 21st a lot of these guys would be with their families um right now um on vacations um chilling at home whatever others would be uh spending their day with the stanley cup with them um I know Martinuk said uh, the other day on the Trip Tracy uh, podcast that um, this time, I mean, it's past now, but he would have had his anniversary with his wife, and they would have done you know their thing there, and he's here this year. 
um, which he likes being here and likes being with his team, but it's just a double-edged sword with a lot of this stuff this year, which, again, really puts into perspective, not just for the hockey players. I mean, you got your MLS players doing the same, uh, NWSL, uh, NBA, just so many other uh, teams and franchises and leagues, you know, and they're uh, designated areas away from their families when a lot of them would be, you know, at home with their families right now, NHL, NBA being, you know, the two big ones there. Uh, so it's just really makes you realize what these guys are giving up, uh, or, and ladies are giving up right now. Um, now speaking of the qualifying round, um, there has been some developments in that, um, they come out the other day um weird developments i will say um because new york rangers forward brandon lemieux has been suspended for uh the first two games of the qualifying round series against the hurricanes um for an interference penalty he took against colorado um i'm not going to try to say the colorado player's name i'm not going to butcher that today i don't feel like butchering any names um but it's weird because I'm just like, you know, it. Why'd you wait this long to do this? Um, you've had how much time? Whenever that game against the Avalanche was, you know, to yesterday, I believe is when uh, the sp- suspension was handed down. It really doesn't make any sense. Um, you know, even if it is against the opposing team, you know could be something that benefits us i'm just like why it it just really doesn't make any sense um of why they would wait this long if you're gonna suspend the guy for the hit okay i get that but why'd you wait this long that just really doesn't make any sense uh to me um i get you know the nhl had other stuff you know going on you know, playing all this stuff or you know, getting everything in the way it needs to be for these uh, playoffs or whatever, but why this long? I feel like you really could have done something else. Uh, you could have done something a lot, a lot, a lot sooner. Um, but that just really doesn't make any sense to me. Um, and we'll see how that affects the series going forward. Um, he is going to be allowed to play in the exhibition game. Um for the Rangers, um, so that's something. I really don't know why they're if they're going to suspend the guy. Why are you going to let him play in that game? Um, but you're not going to let him play in the qualifying round series. That's just something I, I don't get it. Um, some of you guys, you know, out there, you may get it, but personally, that just really doesn't make any sense to me of why the NHL is doing it or suspending him so so far after. Um, yeah, the penalty was committed. It just really doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but we'll see how that plays out later on down the road. Um, now, looking ahead to tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, we'll have two episodes for you guys. Um, got work got in the way yesterday, so that's why uh, you, know, you didn't have an episode yesterday. But we'll have two for you tomorrow. Um, we'll be dis- obviously be discussing training camp. Uh, and any other news that comes out about the Hurricanes. Um, 
as well as just news from around the NHL as well. There's been a whole bunch of stuff happening right now, so we'll be discussing all that as well, as well as some fun other stuff. So with that, that wraps up today's edition of Locked on Hurricanes. Now go listen to the latest edition of Locked on NHL, the network's national NHL show. Um, They're working on a whole bunch of stuff right now, you know, previews for uh, the qualifying round series, um, and just a bunch of stuff leading up to the playoffs right now. So there's going to be a bunch of good content for you to listen to over there. So go check out the latest edition of Locked On NHL. You're going to love it. And with that, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.